Greetings only tans. Today's Friday, March 10th, and yesterday, Thursday, March 9th, we had the pleasure of welcoming Strad onto the podcast. Strad is a veteran of Top Shot content on YouTube. He's been making it since March 2021. And we talked about that. We talked about his journey into becoming a creator. We talk about what he buys on NBA Top Shot and what's his strategy in good times and in bad times. We touched a little bit on So Rare. We talked about the NBA. We answered some questions from the chat. And we played a couple games, including a new one. You might recognize the background music of it. So it was a great time. We, we chatted for an hour and a half. It felt like it was 20 minutes. It flew by. And I think you're going to enjoy this episode. It gets pretty silly at times. Also, again, we are sponsored by BetUS. For a free $50 in wagering, head over to bit.ly slash Tandy50. That's bit.ly slash Tandy50. And also, make sure you are in our playback room. We are streaming very often in playback. We're doing it once a week on YouTube, but we're doing it multiple times a week right now in playback. It gets pretty silly there as well. And we also are able to share a lot of different content on playback and interact and engage in new ways. Go to playback.tv slash Tandy time. That's playback.tv slash Tandy time. Recall that nothing you hear in this podcast should be considered financial advice. And let's jump right into it. Hello, everybody. How are you all doing? I got a really great show today. We have a special guest, a veteran of NBA Top Shot content on YouTube, the Strad man himself. Strad, he's in the back room. I'm going to let him on in a second. Before I do, just a reminder, BetUS, there it is below me, a free $50 uh, wager, no deposit required, bit.ly slash Tandy50 gets you a free $50 to wager. And also, definitely, you need to go check out the Playback Room. We're doing a lot of streaming on Playback more often than we're doing here on YouTube. And that would be right here at playback.tv slash Tandy Time. So you want to go over there and check it out because we have a lot of fun over there during the week. But without further ado, we have our special guest of the day, Strad, in the back room. Um, if you haven't ever searched NBA Top Shot on YouTube, then you'll see this man's face all over the place. So let's get a little video intro for Strad, and then he'll jump right in. Figure it out. Yo, what's up, man? Hello, Strad. How's it going? Pretty good. I like that little video drop you put in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you are somebody who is all the time breaking down your strategy of the moment and trying to figure out the platform. So I thought that the figure it out drop would be a good choice for you. Ah, appreciate it. Big, big fan of all those shows, you know, Breaking Bad, Always Sunny and The Hangover. <laughs> Three Hell classics. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Strad, uh, before we dive in, uh, I'm honored that this is your first live stream. That means a lot to me to be able to usher you into the live stream universe. Maybe after this, you'll be live streaming all the time. Who knows? 
Yeah, it seems like a bunch of uh, Top Shot creators kind of just moved to only live streaming, right? Not yeah, many- you, cut, you, you have carved out a niche in a way. We Like streamers used to make all static or whatever pre-recorded content. Now everyone's streaming. So you're kind of like the pre-recorded master at this point. Yeah, you know, the pre-recorded, you can just mess up as many times as you want and uh, pause and all that. So makes it a little easier, but I feel like the live is a bit more engaging. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. It's going to be but fun. Strad, st- tell, tell me a little bit about yourself, Strad, because I've seen your face, like I said, I've seen your face since I began on Top Shot, basically, or a little bit after I began. Um, but what 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 should the people know about Strad? Where, where are you? Uh, you don't need to give me your direct address, but where are you located? Yeah, I'm in Denver, so been out here for about six years, and then I'm actually from California, and okay. went to San Luis Obispo and uh, or Cal Poly, and pretty sure that's where Jeb Bush went as well, and also John Jackson. So a lot of Top Shot people came out of Cal Poly apparently, but um, okay. I didn't know Jeb during during college, but I'm pretty sure he went to Cal Poly. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, I've been to San Luis Obispo. It's a beautiful place. I actually fell off a bike in San Luis Obispo, and luckily it didn't hurt myself because it was in an area. I don't know where there's like a hill there, like kind of a mountain there. You have a view of like the whole area or, or something like that. And uh, yeah. yeah, could have been bad, but it wasn't, thank goodness. But it's a beautiful place. Um, that's cool. And what about what about when you're not covering Top Shot? What, what does Strad like to do on his, on his uh, not video recording time of the day? You know, uh... I'm a big side hustler. I kind of t- turned it into a career. So no kidding. I uh, yeah, I quit my full time job a couple years ago, and I've been just basically grinding contract work and uh, all kinds of stuff like that. So basically, you'll find me working from you know nine to like eight p.m. or whatever most days, and then taking the weekends off. You know, go do some day drinking or something like that. It's <laughs> kind of what I enjoy, you know, get out on the golf course, maybe uh, play basketball, go skiing, stuff like that. All right. I'm definitely curious about that side hustle. You, uh, I'll be questioning you a little bit about that earlier because I noticed, I mean, later, because I noticed that's where you're, before you did Top Shot content, you did what appeared to be some side hustle content. I don't know if that's specifically what you mean by your side hustle stuff, but I know you were trying to hit those affiliate networks of Fiverr and like uh, Redbubble, and yeah. Etsy and all that stuff. So I'm curious if that's what you mean or, or if you mean something else, if you're doing other contract work. Um, yeah, that's what I started out with. Uh, actually, yeah, I think those videos probably had the most views on my channel. But then I put out one Top Shot video probably late February of 2021, maybe early March. And it kind of just blew up. Like, And then I just put out, kept putting them out and the would get like thousands of views and some of my other videos were getting like a hundred or 200. So just went with the top shot stuff and then just got really into it. And uh, yeah, so that's basically how I got into making top shot videos. But uh, I think I found out about it from Tyrese Halliburton on, uh, on Instagram. Huh. Um, cause I was trying to remember for this. Cause I thought you were going to ask about like how I started and all that. Um, but I mean, before jumping into that, I kind of wanted to hear a little bit about your background as well. Sure. What do you want to know? Uh, where are you located and just like all kind of stuff like that? Like, all right. Well, 
Yeah, sure. Okay. Top shot. <laughs> Flipping the tables on me. I like it. Um, so I was uh, born and raised in outside of Boston, Massachusetts, a suburb outside there. I then lived in, I lived in different places. I toured the U S kind of like a vagabond or not kind of like a couch surfing vagabond for a few months. Went, spent time outside of the U S and like Argentina and Costa Rica and Brazil, um, was lived in Seattle, but then I lived in New York most recently for 10 years. Uh, met my wife, had a child. When my child was one, we decided to try something different. Came over to Portugal. We both speak the language, and she has some some family here. Um, that's right. Uh, Jeb wants my address. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of my story. So right now, currently, I'm in Europe. I'm in Portugal, so I'm five hours ahead, oh, wow. or I'm eight hours ahead of you. I think I don't know in Denver. It's the same as California. Um, but that's my story. And when I'm not when I'm not doing content. What do I like to do? I don't know. I like to get out in nature as well. I like to go out for walks. I mean, we just had our, our daughter uh, seven weeks ago. So that's been oh, pretty wow, much taking up my time. Thank you. So now uh, when I'm not doing content, I'm probably trying to nap. Uh, but I, I also work for, uh, for a nonprofit in the U.S. So that's what I'm doing during the working hours usually. And uh, cool. that's my story. Yeah, I've been seeing on your Twitter, you've been grinding out the live streams on playback. What I don't, I'm kind of curious about playback actually. I tried to log in or something, and you had to have a cable provider, which I don't even have cable. So, yeah, do you, so do you have to have cable to watch it. To watch it, it depends what you're watching. So, there's streams on playback where if you want to watch a live game, you have to have a cable provider or you have to have League Pass. However, what I do is I do streams that don't require that. So I do streams where we look at cringe videos on YouTube and things like that and like live music and just weird stuff on YouTube and the chat suggests things and you don't need um, a league pass or an or a cable provider for that. But I think most people use playback to watch games. So for someone like you who like someone like me, the game started one in the morning, two in the morning, someone like yeah. you, you could probably watch like every single game if you wanted to. And it's yeah. kind of cool because you can hang out with different people and different communities um for example like there's all the usual suspects there's er almost every team discord has their own playback room you got like team hold has one um the kings community has one a lot, a lot of different people have them right now but uh that's pretty much the story there and it's just fun because unlike youtube you can watch anything uh like what for my for my streams i can share any video and people can also write like gifts in the chat stuff like that so it's fun dang that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. So with, did you have League Pass then from uh, Top Shot? Is that how you got? Not from Top Shot. I actually swindled my way. I have a friend out here who has it. So I'm like, hey, okay. give me your League Pass password. <laughs> so he's like, okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, what, I took it. What was it. the challenge that they did for League Pass? I'm trying to remember. You had to burn like three two, rares? Yeah, two or three rares. Maybe two. it was three rares. I bet someone in the chat remembers. I think it was three rares. So it's like 35 bucks now or something? <laughs> oh, God. But um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. That, that deserves a drop. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Say, say, uh, hold on. <laughs> this is so slow. All right. Say that's 35 bucks or something. That's 35 bucks or something. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly. <laughs> i love the drops i know i, I, was I, not wanted, ready for those. <laughs> I wanted to do more of them too but i had a busy day today just like changing diapers um but yeah um 
$13 per rare sounds about right. But, you know, there was some interesting movement right now, and I'm sure you looked at it with this Paolo Bonchero. And I've been like, um, I've been racking my brain trying to think, like, how do we chase that dragon again? Like, how do we chase that Paolo Bonchero dragon? Because it's such a rare dragon. It's because there's literally one of his rare, and it's now, and there's like a leaderboard potential and all this other stuff, which is why we got a little bit of that old juice again, that, that, that juice that was running through our veins back when top shot was so exciting. And you, you were looking at the charts every day and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was happening again. What was your, what was your feedback? I know it is wild. And I mean, it's crazy. You know, when top shot actually makes something a little scarce for once in a while, people actually want to go out and buy it. Uh, but I think the leaderboard challenges are pretty sick. Uh, and I know you asked me before the show, like, some stuff I was liking about series four and probably up until like a couple weeks ago, I probably couldn't have come up with a good answer, <laughs> but um, I think the leaderboards are pretty awesome. And it seems like top shots kind of leaning into collecting and connecting, collecting and connecting uh, with the rookies uh, and rare moments. And then kind of just leaving commons to die basically. Um yeah which I guess is kind of what sports cards are normally like. Um, they are, yeah. So I thought I thought it was really interesting. And there's I was looking through, there's so many leaderboard challenges, like first team, all NBA, second team, third team, rookie, all first team, defensive, all first team. Like there's so many uh, leaderboards you can chase in different players, which I think it's going to be pretty fun. Um, and you, you don't have to burn, right? It's just all locking. So right. You don't have to get rid of your stuff, but you can still play long. And uh, the rewards, I think, are going to be really good because they're minted so low. You know, you're going to get a Paolo Bancaro out of 50. Um, Super low. I don't know how much that's going to be, like a, a thousand bucks maybe? Or, yeah, or most likely. And most likely. Basically, the only way you can get on those leaderboards is getting his his rookie and the rare, right? So you got to stack them, right? Yeah, you can stack, I guess, as many as you have to. I don't know how many you have to buy at this point to get in the top 50. I haven't looked Good at question. his his personal player leaderboard. Um, but I've been noticing people are, like, locking up other 4K rookies, and, and those prices have gone way up, too. Yeah. And just, like, on speculation, I was noticing a lot of Keegan Murray's getting locked up. And I was looking at the betting odds, and he's, like, outside – of the top five rookies. So he's probably not even going to get a reward for player leaderboards, which yeah. I think kind of sucks. And I, I had an idea in my last video about um, just having a player leaderboard for every single player. Like mm -hmm. I think that would be sick and you could just ditch like the spotlight entire series. Um, and the just, flash challenges for, I think. Yeah, and the flash challenges, there's just way too many uh, player moments coming out of the flash challenges that are basically just common moments, right, that no one really wants. Um, yep. But the Spotlight series, I was looking back on this too. They're supposed to do five players per team on Spotlight times 5,500. That's so many common moments. Yeah, that is. And they've only minted, I think, like 50 so far. And they need to get to, what, 150? So it's five per team, right? And how many teams are there in the NBA? 30, 
32. Is that right? I think it's just 30. 30? I think NFL's 32 and NBA's 30. Maybe? Is this right then? That's 833,000 moments. I mean, 833,000. That seems about right. I mean, if we're talking top shot here. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so what if you just do instead of that, you do because they're basically trying to get every good player another moment, I guess. But if, if you do a player leaderboard and just do a snapshot of the top a thousand people on there, uh, 15 players per team times 30 teams, that's 450,000 moments. So like half the amount of, of moments, but it could easily, you could do a, a leaderboard like that. Um, but obviously they have to keep up their revenue and it seems like I saw someone leaked uh, Roham's like email to the board or something. Right. I saw that. And he's very proud of the revenue, which they should be. And that's, I mean, probably their main like KPI. Yep. Um, so they have to just keep selling crap as well. And I guess yeah. to sell crap, you just give people a chance at a rare legendary. I mean, yeah, I know. It's. I mean, we've talked about this in the past. It's. It's a. It's a shitty situation for the existing users, though. Um, but that that recommendation that you have, which is very similar to the one that Bramira won on Twitter, he wrote an article about this the other day, um, where he wants to revamp flash challenges, and instead of of gaining players through flash flash challenges of random players, the people who hold those players get those players. And that would make so much more sense. And you encourage locking, you encourage people who, who are actually fans of these players to get back those moments. Um, Cause I like that. I like that idea a lot, but since you enjoy the drop, who, who dropped that document the other, who wrote that document the other day, Strad, just checking again. Oh, the, the Roham email. We're just gonna see how many we can do. <laughs> do you just do you just create these over time and you got a backlog of them like lined up or absolutely okay. yes okay nice <laughs> um yeah uh so those are the current issues and and yeah we'd love to see some changes and and it's and we saw those minting minting alerts on Twitter just now too of live tokens like eight thousand new commons of LeBron James everyone's like no but yeah it. It's like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because you can't expect them not to mint. Of course they're going to mint, but but what do we do? How do how do we how do we how can we mint new stuff and let the collector base feel heard and not turn this thing into a complete raffle every time where a million useless unsellable moments get put into the ecosystem so that you have a chance at a few rares? Yeah, I mean, if you can't get them more utility, I think you just trade treat them like. Uh sports card commons where you can just use them for trade tickets and then each pack you open you at least have a chance like i said at a rare or legendary i mean at this point you can't even sell the parallels out of like 2500 for a dollar it's crazy yeah like no one there's no offers available for a dollar on those anymore so either that or i mean i thought they were really going to lean into something with the parallels and do something with them but there hasn't been any news of a challenge or using them in flash challenges or anything with, with the uh, parallels, which I thought is kind of another big missed opportunity. Like they have to know that people hate parallel moments and like 
so it seems like they would be over there being like, okay, we got to give some utility to these parallel moments now to make people shut up and like not hate us. Yeah, exactly. Um, they haven't done anything with them. Uh, personally, I've actually been buying some of the explosion ones. I think are they're, they're called the ones out of 500. Yeah, I believe they're called liquid explosions. <laughs> liquid explosions? No, that's a Borat joke. Yeah, that one went over my head. That's I apologize. Okay. <laughs> you have a Borat drop that you, you um, got back there? I don't know. I, uh, I might. King in the castle. King in the castle. He's got one for everything. Yeah. Um, all right. So you've been buying up the liquid explosions. And, but what's yeah. your thought there? You just think they're undervalued? I mean, 500 is just so little. There's the S3 metallic golds are out of 749 and all-star game rares out of 2000. And these ones are out of 500. Like just seems like they have to be mer worth more than, you know, three bucks Yeah, at some point. Um, so I don't know. I think I have like 20 of those or something now of, of players that are going to be in the playoffs that okay, I got cool. all got for two or three bucks. So hmm. I, I have a very weird collecting strategy that probably is different than most people. So I, I go after weird stuff like that, um, mostly based on like? speculation. Uh, I mean, I put out a ton of $1 offers on good players of their 60K moments, which mm -hmm. really comes in handy. I mean, this past challenge for this pack, in total, I paid $5 for the five players I burned for a pack so perfect um that one and then the jared allen challenge i did same thing i paid i think you only needed three maybe moments for that or maybe it was five but all those i got for a buck so i just have like the leading scores and leading rebounders in the nba a bunch of one dollar moments stacked up for whenever that comes out and then like the jared allen challenge i thought it was um, a good one to go after because it's his only challenge reward and they've been doing so many of these flash challenges. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the six flash challenges they do every week. No. <laughs> but a lot of them are like you need this player's challenge reward. Um, mm. And a player like Jared Allen, this was his first challenge reward out of like 700. Um but then if it's a guy like Giannis, he has like 12 challenge award moments. Um, so I think going after some scarce challenge rewards, like I know Jaron Jackson is another one that I'm, I'm buying. For, it's like six bucks, but he only has one challenge reward. And I mean, it's not going to last forever that they only have one challenge reward, but just in the short term, I think buying up like bottlenecks and stuff is kind of like what I look to get on top shot um yeah yeah that's, that's, that seems like a, a good idea i mean until they mint a new one which which always kind of is around the bend but that does seem like a good idea at least you can't, you can't predict when that's coming but then it sounds like mentally you kind of accepted that the stuff that you collected in s2 uh doesn't hold its value anymore like was that was that tough for you if, if we're going to talk about the ups and the downs that was the title of this video the downs of top shot we're not easy to take, but where, where are you as someone who've been, who has been here like every day, every week covering this stuff day in and day out, you were probably pretty emotional. Like most of us covering it at the time. And some of us still in this chat are probably still emotional, but 
where are you when you think about like what you collected in S2 and how much that has changed and, and how that collection sits in your account now? Yeah, I'm actually kind of different on this because I wasn't hurt as bad as a lot of people. I didn't invest as much as most people and I have a different kind of strategy on how I collect stuff. I don't really go after like specific stuff I want. I'm mostly just going after stuff to kind of like play the game and to make some profits here and there and then kind of whatever ends up in my collection at the end of the day through collecting that way is how I've kind of built my collection, which is crazy. I have like 600 something moments now and I bought, you know, 60 locker packs um, and I still have like 600 something moments. I don't know how I keep getting these, these moments, but um, I keep getting them and I haven't spent actual money um, uh, in probably over a year. I've just been using Dapper Balance from, flips and sales to just keep building my account and i mean i made a, a bunch off the nfl all day stuff when it just went crazy you know um oh wow okay sold like a good amount on on nfl all day i don't know if you were in nfl all day but during the beginning of the season you could sell common moments for like 80 bucks 60 bucks it was ridiculous now that are worth like three or four dollars so it just kind of made too much sense. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, so, yeah, yeah I what I love, I just read a little thing. What I love to collect is bottlenecks and like game pieces, essentially, which is different than than most people um, on the platform. So, well, that's awesome though that that you were kind of wise enough. It sounds like you sold the top on all day, and and you didn't over invest yourself in the the fever dream that was the beginning of top shot. Like I did, uh, you know, so good on you for that. Um, so that was your, your, so your strategy is to continue to collect bottlenecks. You didn't over invest in stuff that is now not worth very much in S2. So that's good. That's good to hear. And do you have any other thoughts, um, on, well, actually here's a question. Do you ever look at your old videos of your, of your old videos when you give people like, strategy advice like here's what you should be buying and then you look at it now and it's like oh my god if, if they followed my advice they're gonna kill me <laughs> yeah definitely I, I haven't actually gone back and watched them but i know that uh yeah it's it's definitely not collecting connecting but i know some of the old videos i kind of think about that but then again it's like the stuff i was suggesting was things that I was looking to buy based on the current market value that I right. thought were currently undervalued. Of course. I didn't, I wasn't like, uh, mentioning specific moments being like, you know, in two years, I expect the market to be up on top shot. So you should buy this. It was like, basically, you know, if there's a Jamal Murray top shot debut, that was 50 bucks. And then there was a player, that costs more than him that I didn't think was as good. I'd be like, I think that's a good buy based on the prices of these two players. Yeah. Things like that, you know, I know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Um, how about other, other things that are going on on the platform? Are you, are you, uh, I know you're collecting, but are you connecting? <laughs> so I'm not a big connector either, unfortunately. Um, 
you know, I don't do too many live streams or I'm not too active on Twitter, things like that. I basically just think about Top Shot stuff. And then, you know, when I have enough to make a video, I'll put a video out and also do try to do the so rare videos twice a week for every game week as well. So that's kind of an easy way to come up with content now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the collecting connecting is uh, Treaticus, right? Yeah, it's Treaticus. Yeah, I I saw he has a new podcast as well. No, I listened to it the other day. It's very yeah. calming. Is it good? I mean, it's a subjective opinion. It's it's uh, but it's definitely it's on the lighter side of collecting. I would say. I mean, these guys don't don't think about the financial side whatsoever. I would say because like I was thinking about this the other day because. I was thinking like I'm gonna have Treaticus on here one day, and and I was thinking if I had a if I had a group like he has a group, what would my group be called? And I thought <laughs> about it, and I think my group would be called Investigating and Speculating. <laughs> hey, I I like that I like that better. Um, at least yeah. it's interesting, you know. the The thing it doesn't bother me too much that it's just like unnecessarily positive content that he puts out, but it's just like. There's no like substance there. Well, I think I mean I mean that's maybe a little far. I, I mean I think what they're trying to they're trying to do is they're trying to bring a bunch of people together that are all like a certain sort of type, you know, like a bunch of young, well not young, but like entrepreneurial dudes who want to build together basically, and that's what they're focusing on. They're focusing more on like the the connecting more than you know the, the speculating, and yeah. and they get together and it's all about like connecting. And like growing and maybe we we help each other and you want to make a podcast and I'll design something for you. And I think it's more about that whole like social aspect. So it's actually kind of completely apart from what's going on in Top Shot. If you really think about it, it's really just yeah. about bringing bringing a bunch of people together. And for me, I'm I'm not really into that side of it, to be honest, right. but uh, I'm more into the speculating side. I think that's the most fun. Just trying to figure out what they're going to do, because you never know what they're going to do. And usually it's the opposite of what you're thinking, yeah. which makes for it to be an interesting and like drama filled platform, basically. Yeah, I love it. I love the drama, even if it means it hurts me financially, but it's uh, you just can't take your eyes off the, the car crash on the side of the road. That's why I just keep talking about this stuff. Yeah. So I've always said that I think the biggest reason why they can't get any new users is because why did anyone join top shot in the first place is because you could make a ton of money of course why don't they still sell packs but sell them lesser than what they know the ev is going to be of the pack that would be too that would be very smart wouldn't it and then you get everyone tweeting about it everyone making a ton of money i mean that's what got people into it in the first place like i don't know why they don't go back to that they're still going to be making money and probably making somewhat close revenue amounts but if that brings in new people you know so this it, is what some people say though it's not sustainable if so let, let's think about that if if uh let's say a hot pack well see so you have to price that hot pack pretty damn low i mean a hot pack is definitely not worth nine dollars usually um for the most part you rip it it's worth three dollars so if, if we're saying you sell hot packs for Maybe this is a bad example because you buy a hot pack for what a dollar and then you sell it for three dollars, but no one's going to rush in for a two dollar profit. But let's say a rare pack. So, what do we have? We had the MGLE pack the other day. 
and it was $70 if you don't have any top shot score. Yeah. Um, so what would happen then? And maybe some of the brainiacs in the chat can help me out here. Figure it out. Just like the clip I introduced Strad with. If you sold that pack for $30, just like the people with the millions and millions of top shot score, how would that be? How would that be unsustainable? So Boston base is asking chat GPT. So when we get an answer, Boston base, let me know. Yeah. Well, I think you could have done, I mean, during these challenges, I'm pretty sure they're selling for 50. So, and you get four or five other moments um, with one's a guaranteed rookie once or a spotlight. So I think you could price it at like 49. It'd be a guaranteed profit. Um, yeah. And sell less. But I mean, of course the problem with selling less is then you can't make all that, all those dollar dollar bills and like yacht fuel. It's expensive. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's I the guess... dilemma is, is trying to make the platform more scarce, but also, keeping up revenue numbers for them. Right. Cause the VCs like those bullet points, like you just saw and, and they don't want to see that number go down. And I think in 2023, I think it's surely going to be going down because there's just nothing, not even close to the amount of active users or packs being purchased. Um, yeah. I so for, yeah. I forget that uh, the number from the email that he said the pack revenue was from 2022 but it was, it was like way higher than I was was anticipating it was going to be. Me too. Me too. I think it was like, I want to say it was like 200 million or something like that. It went from like 240 to like 200 million or something like that. It's like a lot of money. It's yeah, um, insane. I mean, and we're over two months into the month to the year now, and they probably haven't done a, a million or no. Have they done a million? Probably with the I MGLE. They, I don't know. I mean, those yellow hot packs with the LeBron anthology that you had like a one in a billion chance. And all of a sudden, John oh, Boy yeah. Beats tweets out that he bought 15. I'm like, all right, I guess I got to buy one of these. Like, no, they're just like the rest of them. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, but you get one more like one like unsellable one dollar moment. Yeah, uh, I bought so those I too. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I think you're right, though. The when when we had hype for getting a pack, and I know that's what that dude Top Shot Sad Boys and his kids in the garage with the little tricycles behind him, he uh, he talks about that. Like, why there's no more demand? There's there's no more demand for for these packs like there used to be, unless they're very certain packs, like some packs. And there's no more of that social like engineered moment of waiting in line and praying that you get a good spot. The other day when they did those forty trade tickets for one guaranteed S one. That was the last time I felt that feeling in so long. And that was, again, it's yeah. that dragon. The dragon was back. I chased the dragon. He was there. And then he was gone again. So I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I felt that a little bit with the metallic gold pack because I got okay. $10 off. And I was looking at the players and I was like, I think more like almost 90% of these guys are going to be worth $60 or yeah. more. Um and then we had the Bancaro challenge too, which propped a ton of them up. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'd still go back to, I think you could do hot packs for five bucks. And then I don't know what the EV is because it's not $3 because there's other stuff you could pull. I don't 5% chance at a rare. Interesting take here, by the way, by Zakarian. Packs should cost even more, but be worth the even less. <laughs> that that's one way to do it <laughs> um 
but also Jeb made a point up here too. It's like they, they basically have to forego revenue. They have to, and it seemed that if you listen to that Roham, or sorry, not listen, but read the Roham AMA or ask me almost anything. Um, and he said like, yeah, we're going to be more careful and, and careful about scarcity and yada, yada, yada. So if that's true, and they were willing to take a big revenue hit, then that would show a lot of good faith because I feel like I, I even read, I even wrote this in the creators discord that I'm in with on the, on NBA top shots discord. Um, but we had like two wins in a row. The, the dapper back on the MGLE pack was huge. And that was also foregoing revenue and, and benefiting your biggest, most bleeding hearted collectors. Then right after that, we're not going to mint more than one rare per rookie. It's like, Holy shit. We're, are we about to get a tic-tac-toe here? <laughs> and I was waiting for number three. Um, and, and I guess, again, I can't really hold it against him. But when I saw 8,000 LeBron mints of a common, I'm like, damn it. We were so close. Like, oh, so close to the tic-tac-toe. Yeah. Well, we're about to get, hopefully, the boosted hot packs from locking up a set or whatever. But those aren't um, very good, are they? Did you open a boosted <laughs> hot pack? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, I don't think anyone knows what they actually are, but... I don't I mean thousands of people locked up, you know, like a hustle and show set or or whatever. So they're going to have to distribute tens of thousands of packs so they can't make them that good, but uh yeah. I mean that'll be a small win in March, I guess. And then yeah, I'm trying to figure out what what else they're going to do cuz they still committed to hustle and show extra spice and they got to do something for the playoff moments. They can't do no playoff set, right? No. Can't can't it just be like a few legendaries and <laughs> call it a day does it really have to be like hundreds of thousands of moments well yeah i mean i think to to keep up the revenue they could sell those kind of packs but i would be more into them if the challenges like hustle and show you have a challenge where you need six hustle and show moments from the new packs but then you also got to burn like 50 s2 exactly. s3 yes. hustle and show like let <laughs> us do talking. let us do something <laughs> with these stupid 18k hustle and show moments we got i, I, know, I they, think they, they, can... sell, they sell them just to just to really that they should be burning them like they sell them and now you get them and it's like well now let us do something with these things yeah I, like i'm not gonna buy a hustle and show pack for series four unless they announce before that there's a challenge where you can burn a bunch of your s2 s3 hustle and shows yeah so jeb is saying something here let's see top shot has set themselves up for a massive backload of moments in the off season you know the time of the year where people are most excited about the nba yeah yeah that's possible i guess guess they could just save some of those common sets for the off season but that would be kind of weird like no john John agrees this was this was number two in the tic-tac-toe it's a huge step in the right direction because it shows they're willing to limit that they're willing to take a hit actually. So giving the dapper back, we are willing to take a hit stopping rares of additional rares of players so that you can't sell your boosted hot packs as easily. We are willing to take a hit. So basically that's what we need an underlying or underpinning. I should say, if you read the Roham AMA, we need to underpin every, every top shot decision now in the near future with we are willing to take a hit. And that, that's pretty much, if it doesn't check out, if it doesn't feel like they're saying we are willing to take a hit, then it's not the right message. You know, I bet too, companies have very sneaky ways of calculating their revenue. I bet every pack sold, they say is $69 in revenue. Even mm. if you get 
10 20 back i bet they're just counting 69 um oh yeah that's a nice year. by the way <laughs> yeah nice. um you, i, I you bet you're right a, do you have a 69 drop or no unfortunately i don't but <laughs> i guess we'll just give it uh this is like the closest thing that is correct Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready with that one. <laughs> um, all right. So we talked about uh, that kind of stuff. Real quick, let's let's hop over to France for a minute and tell me about real quick for those that were interested in So Rare. What's your what's your brief take on So Rare? You've been you've been doing So Rare NBA since the start as well. I'm sure you've also seen that Sorare seems to be suffering from some of the same issues as Top Shot, where like there's a whole lot of supply and uh, it's all all about like intrinsic rewards and the values of the limited cards are going down. Like, what's your take on Sorare? I guess throughout this journey there that you've been on, Sorare's been great. <laughs> but so um, you don't you don't have anything bad to say about Sorare then? No, I mean obviously the value of of the moments are going down or not moments. You call them cards. I don't even know what you call them. I, I don't know. But I mean that's We'll be back, Bleezy. Don't run yet. See, Bleezy's always ditching me. Not a real only tan. Go ahead. I think getting rid of that common competition where you could win a limited kind of like hurt the platform. Yeah. Cuz I, I feel like signups were just going straight up until that point basically. And then it kind of started dying down. I mean, obviously, we're getting close to the playoff time. So half the cards aren't going to mean anything here in a, in a couple weeks until next season when you can use them. So I think they got to figure out something that they can do in the playoffs to maybe even incorporate players that aren't in the playoffs yeah. or just like have something really cool for the playoffs. But I mean, I'm not really worried about it. I think they'll do something pretty cool for the playoffs. I'm sure they got some planned. I don't know what that is or what it's going to look like, especially when they get down to the finals when you only have two teams, you know? Um, but yeah. What do you think they're going to do for the playoffs is I guess. And do you think that like everything that's not in the playoffs is going to go way down, I guess. I think that's what would make sense. Um, I mean, if it's a DFS Basically, it's a DFS product where you buy the NFTs of the players that you put in your lineup. I mean, DFS doesn't do anything for the players that are not in the playoffs. So maybe they'll have some kind of an idea, almost like a burn function on Top Shot, where maybe you can take some players and burn them for a player that's in the playoffs. Or I, I don't really know what, what they could do. But that is a good question. I don't know. You should ask Sorarian or Noam, these guys that think about this stuff more than I do. Yeah, I mean, I think for the playoffs, they could do like one of the ideas when I was thinking about it was just some kind of like best ball league, um, you know, like you can do on whatever sites. I think you can do them on FanDuel and DraftKings and stuff now too. I forget the name of the other sites, but basically you can just make a lineup for the entirety of the playoffs and that would lock in. And then maybe you could still use those moments in like the weekly contest. Um, but even like a weekly contest would get weird how it is now because, you know, some series can go four games, some can go seven. 
um, which is a big advantage. And then like <laughs> if one series goes four games and you're doing these like three or four day contests for the next game week, like players that win aren't even going to be able to be used for that week. So right, they're, they're going to do averages or something like that. Yeah. It's going to be pretty interesting to see what they do. Um, and then, but we could still use these next season. So it's like, right. they shouldn't be going down that much. Right. Right. Uh, I think in addition to, to getting rid of that common contest where you could win a limited, they need to add more limited contests. Like, there's, I really only make two limited lineups per week and I'm using 10 of my cards and I have like 50 limiteds or something. Yeah. So I'm not even using the stuff. So you got to give people more ways to use their cards because I don't have to buy anything. I have, I'm using 10 of mine every week and 40 of them are just sitting on the sideline. So why would I buy more? <laughs> Yeah, and um, it would be nice too if we could see like something like the ETH rewards that we see in the football stuff like that, European football. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, like, what happens to those in the off season? I guess football, there's not really an off season. I don't really know too much. There's, yeah, there's like always a, some kind of league happening. Yeah, but like baseball, I would imagine they went down pretty far. Yeah, well, baseball was kind of like the the forgotten stepchild. Um, they didn't. I, I feel like they it didn't get the push that the NBA got, um, yeah. but we'll see this time. Maybe, maybe the new season of baseball, they'll put a little more work behind it. Yeah. Have you, been, have you been doing like on so rare in the contest? I I'm like, I've said before, I'm not much of a, of a DFS player. So I've, I really enjoyed the free stuff and I got really close to winning a limited maybe twice. And then I never did, but I placed really highly a few times in the free stuff and I would get really good players, really good commons or the free players. And I and that was enjoyable to me. Like I didn't really need to get involved way deeper than that. And I but I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed like the sweat of trying to get a limited moment that way. Mm -hmm. So now that they removed that, that definitely hurt my enjoyment a lot. And I I imagine that there's a lot of people like me as well. Yeah. Do you even like play it anymore? Because you can't win unlimited. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still do, but not nearly with as much enjoyment. Um, before yeah. I found myself checking all the time. They have like a really nice UI. I was checking like how the players were doing and like my player would pop up when I would like mouse over on the website and like that was super cool and enjoyable. Uh, but now obviously that's not the case. So, so for me personally and others like me, uh, yeah, took a hit to the fun column when they got rid of that. Yeah. I don't really try in those anymore either. It's like at this point, people who've been playing every week, have a hundred something 150 uh common cards it's like basically you have every player who actually plays minutes at this point so it's like right. i've actually started getting rewards uh duplicates of players i already had i'm like yeah what? i see that on twitter how am i getting the same and for commons too it's like i'm getting the same common player uh, they had like a glitch the other day but all right, so we'll take it back to Top Shot for a minute because I know that the chat's getting restless. Um, but I, I had this one thing that I, I haven't done it for a long time, which is called like the genie's wish. I thought it would be fun. However, I don't know if it's going to make sense anymore because you told me that all your Top Shot buys are these really like low risk, not very high purchases. Do you have any like large purchases that you regretted or else this is not going to make any sense? <laughs> uh, 
I mean, when I first joined the platform, I had two massive purchases that were just terrible. But I there we go. That's what I want to hear. But I, uh, I was, I thought you were lining me up for a drop there. No, I mean, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you play part in this, but like, don't ruin it with a happy ending. So let's, uh, let's pretend you made that terrible purchase and it didn't go well. And now we're gonna play a game that we haven't played in a long time. But since Strat enjoys the drop so much, we're gonna play with him. And this is called the Genie's Wish. All right, sponsored sponsored by Tops Wooden Coins. The way this works is the genie is going to grant you a wish, but in return, something else is going to happen that you're going to have to debate whether or not the wish is worth it, right? So let's pretend that poof, big, big billow of smoke behind you, blue smoke behind you. Will Smith is behind you. The genie outfit comes out of that minimal kitchen cabinet. And he's like, Strad, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Like, what, what are you talking about, Will Smith? He's like, oh, whoops, wrong, wrong, wrong movie. Uh, Strad, here's the deal. Uh, I will give you a refund on any Topshop purchase you've made over the last two years. But in return... You can no longer make any content on YouTube about Top Shot or So Rare for that matter. And you have to become a full time Etsy content creator. <laughs> Do you take the deal? I would say no. I mean, <laughs> I think my the worst purchase I made was Davis Berton's uh, Top Shot debut, probably like March 1st of 2021 for like 95 bucks or something. Yeah. Which I, he's now worth like five bucks or something, right? But I actually got off with that one okay because randomly you needed that one in a challenge like six months later, and it went up to like fifty bucks. So I I, I managed to like cut my losses on that. <laughs> but, See, that's why it doesn't work for me. I I had a terrible purchase where it was like March first, and I bought a Colin Sexton. Um, early adopters because i was so convinced that top shot was going to be this game-changing platform everyone is everyone and their mother was going to be buying top shot moments and the early adopter set was going to be the most important set on the whole platform and that was thirteen hundred dollars <laughs> oh my gosh yeah what, is that a common set too uh, yeah it sure is Dang. um so what's that one worth now do you still have it that's a good question i don't have it i think i sold it for two hundred dollars maybe um it's probably le worth less than that now. Oh, I mean, probably. I will <laughs> guarantee you it's worth less right now. Let's let's go have a little fun show and tell time. Let me look it up. Here we go. Let's look it up. Fun. Where is the sex god? Oh, it's two L's in Colin. All right, here we go. Well, his debut is $12, so that's a good start. And his early adopter is $25. So there you go. I bought yes. it for $1,300, and it is now worth $25. Wow. That's yeah, that's wild. I mean, I I remember uh I actually have a drop for you. Think about your point. I'm never going to financially recover from this. All right, go ahead. Um November of 2020. I remember I had COVID. Can you say that on YouTube? Do you get like banned? I think I think my channel just got deleted, but go ahead. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Um, and I was just like, I don't know what I was doing. I was maybe, maybe a little intoxicated thinking about, I wish there was a platform that was the stock market of the NBA. 
Mm. And I remember literally Googling that. Wow. In November of 2020. And I came across uh, an app called Jock Market. Okay. What I, what I signed up for and put in $100 and messed with that for a little bit. What the hell but is I that? Just, it sucks. It's like... Is it still around? I think so. It's like wow. a DFS app. But instead of making a lineup, you buy players um, like uh, you buy stock in players. And uh, at the end of the night, either that player's stock is worth more or less, and then they pay you out. So like if you bought LeBron for $10 and he had a really good fantasy night, they pay you out like 15. But if he had a bad night, maybe you get like seven bucks back or something. Okay. So it sucked, but I was just thinking like if I came across Top Shot instead, oh. I could be like a whale right now cuz I know. Weren't legendaries like $10 back then? Yeah, oh, it hurts to think about. It's like this thing that we're so massively like loyal and addicted to. Like couldn't we just have gotten loyal and addicted to that a couple months before and yeah. then we could just be like sitting so pretty right now instead, but such is life, isn't it? Timing is everything. Well, wasn't it like a not even like a basketball fans were into it? It was like, no, it was crypto was it kitties cool and cool cats or yeah, crypto kitties, crypto was, kitties was, and uh, like crypto bros basically. Is your little thing? Is your is it a cool cat? Your NFT up there? Yeah, that's that's a cool cat, but not a Dapper Labs one. But that's okay. a that's a cool cat. I actually won that in a raffle online. Uh, it was worth a lot of money at one point, but I'm one of those bad investors where I just hold on to things forever. Uh, but anyway, that's okay. So I, I, have, um, I have one more Top Shot related thing that we can try. It's a new one. So let's hit the music, Jim. Hit that music for me, Jim, real quick. There we go. This is a deal or no deal? <laughs> no, this is, this is a, what's that called? Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Let it, let it run. Strad, take a seat. I'm already sitting. Here's the first question. The million dollar question. What is your favorite soup? <laughs> uh, ramen. Correct. All right, no, the real, the real question is, you get the keys to the yacht, the Top Shot yacht, so to speak, for one day. And you can make any change you want to the platform. Whatever you want. You are Rohan for the day. What is the change that you make? I mean, for one day, it's not going to make but much you can, But you can put anything into change. You can change something completely on the platform. Oh, okay. So let's pretend that they don't change it right back the next day. Um... You like, like to phone a friend <laughs> <laughs> like something on the platform or like uh i don't know that's that's a weird question <laughs> honestly i think the platform is is like fine it's cool and everything looks cool but i guess you're talking about like it could be related to the market it could be related to the to the way they do business it could be related to marketing it could be related to anything I mean, I guess I would just spend the entire marketing budget in one day. What would you spend it on? Uh, 
I'd probably try to get LeBron James on it. That's a good. That's a good idea. I like that. All right. I don't know. That was that question threw me for a loop because I didn't know if it was like something like a like a little button you would change on the platform or something like a, a yeah I don't know yeah I would fix the notification bell so it never shows the red dot by accident yeah that's that's a huge pain point mm-hmm. um cool well you're a good you're a good participant you played both games. Usually, I, usually I don't have both games. The, the million dollar question was a new one. Chat, I I like it mostly because I get to listen to that music. Um, yeah, the music made it more intense, especially because I couldn't come up with anything <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> I know that's the idea. Um, I think I've run out of questions. What uh, what else you wanna you wanna you wanna talk about your own channel? You wanna pump your bags, shill your shill your channel. Not really. I mean, I make Top Shot videos just about basically my own opinions. And I record them in 15 minutes, do a little edit, put them out there. Um, yeah, and then I do the same thing for So Rare. I just kind of look at who's upcoming in the games and kind of... But it seems like you don't have a big So Rare crowd in here. I don't. They hate, they hate me when I talk about So Rare. This is what they yeah. do. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, all right, let me tell you something. We don't care. So actually, I, so I actually don't make so rare videos. I just top chat. <laughs> um, yeah, but I guess another question for you. Are you mm-hmm. an NBA fan as well? Or are you more of the crowd that came in because of the NFT stuff? No, I'm an NBA fan. Um, I'm a Celtics fan. I used to I used to buy scalp tickets and for like $5 back in the day of Eric Williams and Antoine Walker. And uh, so I love the Celtics. It's hard watching them on when I'm five hours ahead uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. It's absolutely brutal. I have to watch them in the morning and like not turn off my internet and turn off my phone and watch the game in the morning. Um, but yeah, I've always enjoyed NBA and I've always enjoyed when I was younger, I used to collect trading cards, NBA trading cards. So I have like a, a box of trading cards. I've, I've collected Jordans and the Celtics sucked back then. I used to, I, when I look at my Celtics cards, it's like Eric Montross. Like the Celtics were absolute garbage. But I used to enjoy the Bulls. I was just a bandwagon kid, like 12 years old. Bulls are my favorite basketball team. The Cowboys are my favorite football team. I think I was loyal to the Boston Red Sox at least. Um, but yeah, but I'm a, I'm a basketball fan. I enjoy basketball. And, uh, and you as well? Yeah, I, I brought that up because I wanted to brag a little because I'm a Kings yeah, fan. Ahead. Oh, like that beam. Finally going to make the playoffs, so... Number two seed. What do you what do you think about the about the disrespect? I mean, so on, on playback, what I do is I like to show what the talking heads are talking about on ESPN, um, Skip and Uncle Uncle Shannon, and even Nick Wright. All those talking heads. I like to see what they're talking about, and no one is talking about the Kings. They 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 would rather talk with the Lakers, who are in like the nine spot, than the Kings, who are in the two spot. And they don't even talk about the Nuggets. They don't talk about the Kings. It's all about the Lakers. It's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, just just because the Lakers are, you know, so many people's favorite team across the United States, I guess. And they have LeBron. Yeah. But the Kings, I mean, they're in second place right now. It's wild. But I don't know how much, like, actual credit they, they should get going into the playoffs because, you know – they're just so inexperienced. Like De'Aaron Fox has never been to the playoffs. 
It's crazy, isn't it? Sabonis, so did he make the playoffs with uh, the Pacers? The Pacers? I don't. I think that was before those Paul George Pacer years. Yeah, I don't think he did. I, I think like maybe. who else? Who are the other stars in there? Like Kevin Herter was in the playoffs on the Hawks. Yeah, uh, maybe like a first round playoff or something with the Hawks. Yeah, they're very, very, very young and very inexperienced. I um, guess they got Harrison Barnes who won a championship with the Warriors. There you go. Um, but they're just so much inexperienced, and then they don't play defense either. So I think it's even though I'm optimistic, optimistic and hopeful that they can win a playoff series. In the playoffs, you got to play some defense, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. You got to be on four nights out of seven. So Stan is su- is sunning you right now. I I actually I also didn't realize this, but I guess the Pacers did make the playoffs with him. Okay. Um, you got to play some defense with in four games out of seven, or just be on four games out of seven on offense. And right, I don't know. It's gonna be hard. Well, how did the Mavericks get as far as they did last year? When they because Luca is the best player in the league. Yeah. But, but they don't play defense. <laughs> I think they did before they got Kyrie. Now it seems like they don't play any defense. Oh, so maybe they did. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they played when that year when they beat the the COVID-stricken Suns. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. The Kings are such a, a exciting team. It's so exciting that they're doing well. I'd love to see a Kings-Lakers matchup somehow and just see the Kings just smack them around. That would just be wonderful. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm I'm afraid if we get the second seed, we're gonna play the Warriors first round or something. That's scary. It is. That's scary. I mean, I made a bet the other day with Ben's NFTs on Twitter. I was talking shit about the Warriors because they're like the worst road team in a long time. They're so bad on the road. But it's true that in in the current NBA, these teams literally they have a different gear for the playoffs. And I saw something about that too. When some guy was breaking down a Celtics game that they had lost and they were just saying like, you can see good teams lose games during the regular season because they don't get back on defense. They don't play the same defense. It's playoff defense is a completely different animal than regular season. So that makes me concerned a little bit. Of course, I'm going to bet against the Warriors versus Ben, but <laughs> I am concerned because they'll turn it on and they they'll they'll wait. They're basically lollygagging until they get to the playoffs and then they'll turn it on. And then they'll start playing hard defense, and who knows? It could, it, they could look like a completely different team. And and the Kings need that mental toughness as well to realize that, that that's what's going on. I imagine that they probably know this, but um, but you never know with a young team. However, I will definitely be rooting for the Kings for sure. I'm hoping we get a Kings-Nuggets series at some point so I can come to a game out here in Denver. Yeah. you gotta, Are, do, are you a Nuggets uh, collecting holder? Are you collecting the set? Dude, so that's one kind of gripe I have with the All team right, captain, with the team captain stuff. Everyone yeah. talks about how good they are. I'm in the Nuggets one. I've never heard anything about getting free tickets. So, ma- the, so I, I think some team captains are kind of lack like lacking. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to call out the Nuggets team captains, but I don't know who they are. But perhaps that's the case. Well, I mean, that's the only reason I did one of the full series sets was to get in there. And right, you collected because you wanted to connect. Yeah, but I haven't got anything from that. So, not even know. a Discord click the emoji or a poker game. No, you can. They, I can get in their Discord here, but I've never like had a 
at everyone mentioned or anything. Really? But yeah. Well, I want to go to a Nuggets game for free. Hell yeah. Nuggets, <laughs> captains, if you're listening, get it together. I am going to the last game of the season. Nuggets, Kings. It's going to enshrine the Kings into the playoffs, hopefully regardless if they win or lose. Yeah. So I'm just stoked to go to that one. That's awesome. You're going to be – that's going to be a great game. Great game. Kings Kings are, are exciting. All right, guys. So let uh, chat. This is your chance to ask Strad any question you'd like. Um, we'll give – where's my pugs at? All these things are so badly organized. They're not alphabetical. Uh, it's just terrible. I'll just do – Anchorman. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> Actually, no, I have the right. So I found it. Here we go. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. I think Jules said this the other day, and that's definitely my favorite content. My content, con- comment, ripping packs and ripping ass. I, I'm just a five-year-old at heart. Um, but here's a question from Boston based. What are your thoughts on the new players added to NBA all world? I actually didn't realize there were some new players. Are you playing NBA all world? No, I don't know what that is actually. So if you had to like invent an answer to this, what would you say? It's a, it's a game on the phone. I would say I'm stoked on that. All right. Good answer. <laughs> Um, Bleezy wants to know what's your favorite Nuggets moment that I own. Uh, I think I have a Will Barton throwdown, maybe. Nice. Um, Deep Threat has a question. Yep. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Bleezy, my friend just joined Top Shot and is a Nuggets fan. What should he go buy on the marketplace to start his con- his collection? He should probably buy my Will Barton uh, throwdowns moment. Or, I mean, the Nuggets. Who's a good young Nugget? Uh, I would um, say Bones Highland, but they traded him. Uh, yeah. Victor uh, Concar. Is it Concar? I saw him at the post office. Cool. Like, like a month ago. And I didn't know. No, it was before a month ago. Before he actually like started playing. I saw this guy, like six foot ten guy, walk into the post office wearing Nuggets jumpsuit. And I was like, that guy is probably on the Nuggets, but I don't even know who he is. And I looked him up later, and it was Concar. It's pretty weird. Cool. cool. That reminds me of that clip of Greg Oden, which always makes me sad. Have you seen it? Where this old lady is walking on the street. I don't know why she's being recorded, but and she's wearing a mic. So this is very confusing. Have you seen this clip? Do you know I what I'm talking seen, about? I have seen that, actually. And he, I think he must be in like Ohio State where he's like a coach and she stops him and she's like, oh, you you look like you play in the NBA. And he's like, I used to. And then it's like, hold on, where's my clip? God, I'm too slow. This is terrible. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I used to. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for Greg Oden. I saw recently he said that when he was playing in Portland, he was like ashamed to go outside and he like would stay inside for days at a time. I mean, 
he said he felt like he let let people down. It's like, how did you didn't let anyone down? Like your knee literally exploded. Like, how is that letting someone down? Like, I don't know if you've ever seen that that photo, but I was I was making a YouTube short and I hadn't seen that photo or I didn't remember that photo. It's so gnarly. It's literally like someone took an ice cream scoop and just like scooped out the bone in his knee. That's what it looks like. There's this huge indent in his knee from where like his, it's so brutal. And so Gosh. how can you feel like you let people down? That wasn't your fault. Have you ever seen a video of someone breaking their kneecap and then the kneecap just like falls down their shin? I actually watch one of those every night before bed. I can go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That and screaming babies. No, but I, um, I, I think I have seen some of those gnarly videos. I mean, like I saw Gordon Hayward. I saw, I don't know if you ever watched the wrestling when Sid Vicious jumped off the top rope for with one leg down. Like who does that? This guy was like seven feet tall, probably 250. He jumps off the top rope and lands on his left leg and it just snaps like a twig. Um, and then Willis, Willis McGahee in the college football. Yeah. So I've seen some gnarly stuff. The Paul George one. Yeah. Paul George, Sean Livingston. There's a lot of, a lot oh, yeah. of gnarly moments. Like if you want to, if you want to watch some gnarly moments before bed, you can come up with a hell of a playlist. Yeah, no, actually, I don't like those videos at all. You sure? You don't watch <laughs> them while you're eating your ramen? <laughs> Just have a little uh, compilation video of those going. <laughs> yeah, it's called Bedtime. Playlist, Bedtime. Um, so Poker Pro Eric is asking... It's always so confusing when he tags me. It's like a thousand words in front of it. But Chewy just posted right now in Discord, free Barnes MGLE moment if you get Top Shot shirt or T Top Shot logo on TNT. So hold on here, Poker Pro. Is that like directed at Strad for when he goes to the game? Or is this just in general? Or like who are we talking to right now? People who are going to a TNT game? Is there a TNT game today? I I'm very I'm a little confused by this, but there you hey. go. If you if you want one, there, there's your instructions. His logo is a Kings thing, so he's a Kings fan. I'm, I'm oh, Poker Pro Eric's a huge Kings fan. Um, I guarantee that if you did live streams, Poker Pro Eric would be in your chat. <laughs> I have a Top Shot shirt too. Top Shot sent me a shirt, so I'll try to do that. Hey, Kings are on national TV tonight. Tune in for that against the Knicks. So big game. So hold on, he's correcting what he wrote. If anyone sees a Top Shot logo or shirt, what does that mean? So, oh wait, so if you see it on TV, is that is that what this is? If you, I don't know. What oh, you got to take a uh, picture of the TV if you see it? Something like that, I guess so. Um, question for Strad, and this is Chef Prez, and his favorite clip is the way he feels about his Top Shot bags, and we haven't played it yet. So just for just for Chef Prez, we're going to play it. She, 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 she. His question for you is what to another day, another beer. Chef Prez, what happened to your keyboard there, buddy? I actually know what, he, I know what he's talking about, actually. Do you? Can you translate that for the chat? I used to finish every single one of my videos with a little clip of a guy saying another day, another beer. Oh, okay. It was the guy uh, who takes his snowmobile off like a ramp and just like absolutely wrecks himself and then gets up and he's like another day another beer <laughs> um so then what's the question i think he's saying what happened to that because i don't oh, do that okay. anymore so what happened to it you know i was just it took too much editing to just put that in every single time <laughs> yeah i hear that editing is not it's very time intensive editing how long does it take you to edit one of your videos usually like 10 or 15 minutes that's it yeah I just, I have the screen recording and then my little 
square thing like this, just lay overlay them, and then I just cut them when there's a blank spot when I'm not talking or when I mess up, and that's all I do. Wow. All right. It's effective. Uh, Collins wants to know if you have Denver Nuggets jeans. No. No. Denver um, Nuggets like branded jeans. I don't... Yeah, I didn't know there was such a thing. They sound they sound like they would be cool in the nineties. Um, <laughs> a deep threat. I forgot his question. Uh, let's see, Jules. So this is true. You used to do stock content. Uh, stocks took a beating. Is the recession coming? I mean, I've been hearing that for like almost a year that the recession's coming. But I guess it could be. Um, yeah, rolling. You got to do the uh, what do they call it? dollar cost averaging where you right buy it once a month or something right um the strad do you love the community no i hate when we love the community all right go ahead what do you hate <laughs> when people just constantly when they're talking about top shot and talk about the community like i don't know it's just a little pisses cringy. you off just yeah, cringy, the... I guess. <laughs> but I mean, it is cringy. I I'll give you that. But don't you think it is unique that we're all like here together talking about something, and we got this whole like com- I won't say community, but all these people on Twitter, like all co- all connected because of this thing that we have in common. You don't think that's interesting? No, it definitely is. Also, I was thinking about that though. People say there's five thousand active users. Yeah. How many like active? people in the top shot community are there less than a thousand so who are these like other four thousand people oh because you mean like on twitter no like like active users compared to how many users you like see watching videos and see on twitter that kind of thing no i'm just saying like i'd be interested to hear from the four thousand people that aren't active at all in the community whether that's twitter discord right right youtube or whatever I'd be interested to hear from someone like that. Like, yeah, I would too, because then all these packs, when they like sell out and, and everyone on Twitter is like, God damn these packs, I'm not buying a pack. And then there's a whole lot of people who don't give a shit about Twitter and they just like the platform and they're still here and they're still buying. And that is definitely a, a interesting thing to think about. I also think about that. Like, where are they? How do we talk to them? How do we yeah. hear from them? And then do you follow the live to- token uh, bot on Twitter? I do. It says like every week, like 200 new people signed up. It's like, right. Who are these new people signing up? And you never hear on Twitter, like, hey, I just signed up. What's up, everyone? Like, help me like get started in this or whatever. You never hear that. So I, I don't know who those new people are signing up either. But yeah, the only time I see that on Twitter, it's when a, a man is pretending to be a woman to get like, the, I don't know if you saw that like a month ago, but trying to get free moments it's so confusing to me like now now when when floor moments are a dollar and now you're trying to get free moments like i can understand when i used to see that in march in 21 and you know there'd be fake girls selling fake naked pictures of themselves for 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 what? moments when yeah you don't <laughs> remember that happened oh my god this has happened more than once there's no. more than once people yeah girls would like girls would send pictures of themselves naked and in return, you'd sell them your like S1 Ish Smith for $100, which is now worth like $8. Uh, it's an expensive naked picture, $100. I know, right? But hey, look at OnlyFans. That's that, that, it's all about that connection. 
connection, connecting and collecting. It's all about that connection because, you know, it's, it's, it's more than just a, a random person, I think. Luke Nasty, uh, who else? Mia, that was one that we talked about recently. Um, those are fi- those are girls pretending to be top. Mia, Mia, I have a I have a good I have a good feeling that Mia is a is a existing collector that was pretending to be a girl. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know. Uh, Crypto Babe, that was one of the only real girls, I think. And then she went on to do that that dog NFT drop, and she made a whole lot of money, and, wow. and then. Uh, she's gone now but yeah that was that was the most successful one by far do you have um, one of the connected and collecting nfts i don't but i i heard uh, based on the podcast that i listened to that they're free you can go get one it's a po app doesn't cost you anything i might have to get one yep i think you should get one um i feel like i had one other question now i totally forgot it also Wait, the yeah. sorry the ai sports guy is coming out with his own nfts it's like kobe bryant did you see that is it Kobe Bryant? I saw that they're doing like AI generated pictures. Yeah, I don't know what they're for or anything. Right. But uh it looks like Kobe. Yeah, that's cool. So um I feel like there's one other thing I'm trying to find it, but if I can't find it then uh I guess that's it. Did did you ever speculate on the Nine Lives Lounge? Did you, uh, did you ever buy and like? Did you ever buy and sell those moments when they were when we used to have those fun challenges where you had to guess who was going to be in the cool catch challenge? Oh yeah, I was I was huge on that. I mean, it took people so long to catch on. I still don't know if people 100 percent did catch on. Like, you would have a a pack drop, and then people would sell their moments from that set of the drop for like 15 bucks. Then yeah. they announce the challenge, and those fifteen dollars moments go to like thirty. Right. I mean, I would just have like a hundred dollars ready to buy in uh, in credit, ready to buy five of those, and then sell them for thirty. Um, was probably like the easiest way to make money on Top Shot back before like you could buy stuff and it would go up in value. Like, I mean, you could still do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, with the cool cats, I remember like I was probably a little too late for the cool cat stuff, but I remember like uh Clint Capella 35k moment went from like nine dollars to like sixty or something for one of those challenges. Is they're absurd. Yeah, I remember some of those. Um Ibaka also was one. I remember that. As soon as they you know, and then they would rele- they would start the challenge and like all the moments get bought so quickly, like you couldn't buy anything whatever was the lowest price you had to go up like a few dollars to even have a chance those are those are the good times man that was that's the dragon again dragon that we've been chasing yeah because there was like thirty thousand people trying to buy the same stuff at the same time yeah i miss those days but anyway i i mentioned that nine lives lounge just because i i wanted to give you one of our more common drops this is whenever you mention the nine lives lounge they they hear you so it's like a it's like a cult yeah it's a bit of a cult i get when people talk about the community i get like cult vibes because isn't that like what cults call their like you know like in midsummer like the community well did you did you look at the clip i played take another closer look at this clip (laughs) we love the community 
yeah exactly like that is that from that uh netflix documentary in portland or, or in oregon yeah, somewhere exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i think that's all i got i don't see any other questions from the chat they're asking when roham is coming onto the show i don't know open invitation for roham that'd be crazy um, did Top Shot sell out of MGLE packs? Yes, they definitely did, Chef Prez. That was one of the that was one of the more successful packs we've seen in a long time. I bet they keep doing that, where you get discounts uh, based on your Top Shot score because they can still count the full revenue. Oh, they're definitely going to do it, and and I hope that they do the trade ticket packs. Roham said that there was a accounting issue, which is why they haven't been doing the trade ticket packs, but. Unless, because they don't know how to how to list a, a a trade ticket pack. Is was it a sale of like a nine dollars? If it was a nine dollar hot pa- hot pack, or was it not because it was trade tickets? That's their reasoning. And I remember Janie mentioned the same thing to me when I asked like months back. But they got to do something with those trade tickets because otherwise, you just have a whole lot of pissed off users, and you're not going to get any hype or eyeballs on this thing unless people are happy and spreading the word again. Yeah, well, there's still a million locker packs. I know people don't want them. No. Those those packs suck. Yeah, I was boycotting the one percent chance at a S one in the locker packs for so long, and then they came out with the one locker packs. It was like a two and a half percent chance or something. Yeah, and I went pretty hard in on that. Didn't get anything. And then you gave and up. Then, and then no. And then I, for some reason, for this one, I bought like forty trade ticket packs. Oh, you did? Did you get anything? Any S1s? Nope. Yeah, it's wrong. Right, it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I I don't think I got anything else, Strad. You got anything else? I don't think so. I can't believe it's been an hour and 24 minutes. Yeah, Starting to lose my voice. Yeah. Well, I'll let you go drink some tea, have a beer. I know that that's something you enjoy. And um, yeah, I think that's all I got. So Tough shit, Strad. We love you, says Budavain. There you go. You got some lovers in the chat. Um, I appreciate you. I recognize you from the YouTube comments. There you go. That's what's fun about the live chat, see? Yeah. Um, so anyways, guys, uh, appreciate you spending the time. Strad, appreciate you making time to do your very first stream with the yeah. Only Tans. Thanks and for having me on, man. Absolutely. And if you want to you wanna keep updated on everything Top Shot and So Rare, I feel like Strad gives it to you in a fair, clear-cut way. No fuss, no muss. And you learn about what you need to learn about in a nice, tight 15 minutes. That's why it's great. Because you're not like me. You're not spending an hour and a half here. Then you never bother to bookmar- uh, put the bookmarks in. You just make it nice and tight. That's what's good. So if you want, if you want, want some Top Shot content in that style, definitely look up Strad. Appreciate it, man. All right. Well, Boston Base says check out NBA All World and um, we'll leave on that one. So enjoy the rest of your day, Strad. Have a good rest of your day and uh, we will talk again soon. All right. Peace. All right. Take care. Static Selective.